This is the Ryder and Lisa Replay. Brought to you by Action Furnace. Fixed right or it's free. An unfortunate turn of events for a mayoral candidate in Winnipeg. First of all, he has to live in Winnipeg. Uh, secondly... Did he swallow a fly? Because that seems to be pretty popular in politics. Not and... not the case this time, no. <laughs> okay. His name's Rick Schoen, and he was at a press conference yesterday. And he was talking about how he really wanted bike lanes to be more of a reality in Winnipeg. So he was there. He biked to this meeting. <laughs> this is so ridiculous. He goes inside, has this press conference... Comes out for a photo shoot. Bike is gone. <laughs> His bike got stolen while he was doing this press conference about how important it is to make the move to using bikes more in the city. So now he's also advocating for a citywide bike registration program in Canada to decrease theft across the country. Uh, he he says he was dumb. He got busy and forgot he to lock it. he forgot to lock it up. Uh, he usually does. He had the lock with him, but okay. Number one rule: lock your bike. <laughs> Can you imagine though? That's so embarrassing. Just too. going to give a press conference on something like that, and you know what? It shouldn't be that heated of a topic. It is such a heated topic, but it is a heated topic. So, like, this is just giving the anti-bike crowd all the fuel. That they need to like chirp them and <laughs> anyway, I uh... oh that's kind of sad. Like being that passionate and then leaving, ready to be like, okay, I killed that. I'm gonna go home. I'm gonna pour myself a glass of wine. <laughs> Ride I, my bike home. Uh, can somebody give me a lift? All of a sudden, you're calling an Uber. Yeah. He said the last time he had a bike stolen was 27 years ago. So he also realizes how ironic the timing was. <laughs> oh man. Play 107. I don't know why, but on Fridays lately, we've been doing Complaint Corner, where we get some things off our chest i feel like it's just liberating yeah. the feeling to vent and then feel good going into the weekend like you it's kind of like uh, eating ginger when you're having sushi we're clearing our palate for mm -hmm. the weekend what's bothering you lately okay i love a good coffee in the morning but when you go to your coffee place and you can tell they're really busy mm -hmm. so they don't put the love and attention into your drink even though you paid $7 for it. Yeah. Like, I'm talking specifically about the ones that have the froth on the top. But then they hand you your drink. And you can see it. You see it before it even gets in your hands. And you're like, it's made wrong. It's not going to taste as good. It doesn't have the froth on top. It's pre-mixed. It's not good. And, like, the cold foam you're talking. Yes. Like when, when it actually sets in. You don't like it when it's pre-set in. You yeah. like to watch it. I like to have. I like to see that they're blending that froth up. <laughs> okay. So I just find it to be disheartening. Mm-hmm. When it's being handed to you and you're like, oh, it's not going to be as good today. How strange is it that we're just cool <laughs> paying $7 for a drink now? Like that, isn't it's that strange? Wild, 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 wild. I went to uh, get some Reactin yesterday because mm -hmm. I was feeling, I was having an allergic reaction for three dinky little pills. It was almost $9. But like to me, that's medicine. Yeah. Okay. A lot goes into that. Well, and a also lot more like, than grinding the beans. There's a lot of people that like can get such a bad allergic reaction that they can die. Right. So they're willing to pay that money. <laughs> 100%. <laughs> I mean, I'd die some mornings without coffee. You know what? You're right. It'd be really hard to do this job without it. Okay. My complaint uh, this morning, you know what? Shout out to. The elderly generation for embracing theater. 
it's amazing. Mm. You go to a... Support the arts. Support the arts, and they're very good at it. It's so cute watching, like, an older couple. They get dressed up. Get dressed up, walking in, holding hands. You can tell they just ate at their favorite restaurant. Oh, my gosh, that actually makes me want to cry. It's so cute. It's and, so And they cute. go out to a play, and I bless them for it. Especially because tickets to plays are not cheap. Right. Yeah, yeah. And if you don't have like a steady income still, that's where you're putting your money. You're supporting the arts. It's amazing. Absolutely love it. But the parking lot. <laughs> okay, wait, wait, wait. It's not even like a parking lot. It's when you're in a parkade. Like yeah. when you have the, the three. Four, four levels of, <laughs> of elderly people trying to back out, refusing, no. refusing to use their backup cams. That's what, like, I, I can tell you for sure have a backup cam because your vehicle is brand new. And I can tell you're for sure not using it because you're just stopped while you're backing up, even though you have a lot of room. See, if you're going to a play of any sort <laughs> and you know that your car is on, like, level three, you have to miss the encore. You have to leave before finding out what actually happens at the end of the play because you got to get out of there before everyone else. Yeah, or, like, go somewhere for a beer after and then go get your car. Because I went to oh, a play yeah. at the Jubilee this week and Come getting... Come from away. Come from away is so at the good. Jubilee. It's so good right now. But getting out of that parking lot... <laughs> <laughs> with people refusing to use their backup cams because they're doing it old school. No, never again. I'm Ubering next time for sure. It's worth the money, the Uber. 100%. <laughs> Musicians are getting filthy rich off of poop songs. Okay, it's funny you say that because I was driving with my niece and nephew and they were like, can you play the poop song? And I was like, what? Yeah. And then I played it and they just sang along and they there are no other lyrics, Ryder. No, I know. It's literally just... Poop, 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 poop. <laughs> yeah. And they were loving it. There's uh, one called a poopy diaper song. There's poopy stupid butt. And There's who... I poop with my dog. So these are artists that are putting out songs knowing that kids will just absolutely embrace the poop. And then they'll listen to it on repeat so they get all the streams. Yes. Yeah. So like artists uh -huh. are actually going out of their way to create songs about poop because it's just a home run. You're just making money off the poop songs. Fart jokes always hit. It's true. We've said this since day one. Our boss hates potty humor. But anytime we've ever had something about poops or flatulence, yeah, yeah. It's the just... listeners love it. Doesn't matter how old they are. Exactly. <laughs> he somehow thinks there's a huge part of the audience that's like, oh, I can't believe they talked Ew, about that is a so fart. inappropriate. Nobody farts. <laughs> uh, we came out, I feel like we were ahead of the game here. And maybe we should have went harder. With it. Do you remember the song, Let Me Take a Selfie? I believe it was the Chainsmokers' like, first big hit. Oh, yeah. When Jason's at the table, I kept on seeing him look at me while he's with that other girl. Do you think he was just doing that to make me jealous? Because he was totally texting me all night last night, and I don't know if it's a booty call or not. So, so that was the song. And when it was first released, mm -hmm. everyone thought it was me. Remember, That's right. all That's of our right. listeners were like, what is this parody song you guys keep airing of Lisa talking about selfie? And I was like, That's not me. Genuinely, that is not me singing in the song. So we figured, well, let's make a remix, mm -hmm. a it's parody of the Chainsmokers selfie song. And instead of let me take a selfie, I can <laughs> I'm guessing you'll probably figure out what we went with. Jason was at 
the table, I kept on getting embarrassed because my stomach was making these gurgly sounds. Do you think it was the footlong pizza sub I had at lunch with extra cheese? Maybe I'm like lactose intolerant, whatever. So like, what do you think? Do I look bloated? Because I've been having these really severe intestinal pains for the last six weeks and my pants are fitting pretty tight. Can we go for a cigarette? I really need one. It'll help me digest. Actually, first, let me take a poopy. <laughs> I haven't heard that song in seven years. I'm literally crying. That is so funny to me. Is that not funny? Are we going to have a closed door meeting with the boss today? I'm crying. The sound effects. Home run. I forgot about the sound effects at the end, so those (laughs) absolutely sent me. We did a music video for that song and everything. Yeah, and check this. This is a wild story about that song. Uh, The Chainsmokers found out about it, (laughs) and at EDC, the huge music festival. Biggest. One of the biggest music festivals in the world. It's in Vegas. They played it. Yep. They surprised people with like everybody <laughs> thought it was going to be the "Let Me Take a Selfie" <laughs> song, and they just played "Let Me Take a Poopy" instead out of nowhere. Because we emailed it to them, and they wrote back in all capital letters, "Ha ha 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 ha! This is so amazing!" <laughs> yeah. And then the EDC was that weekend, and they played it in front of thousands yeah, yeah. and thousands of people. They it didn't went, even tell us. It was no. We had some friends that were at the event. They're like, "Oh my god, they just played your poopy song." <laughs> We post a question on Facebook, and it's got some great answers that we want to read to you, but we want to hear from you as well. At 780-784-7107, the question is simple. What is a story that you have that most would think is, like, unbelievable? Yeah, it sounds made up. Nobody ever believes your story. We actually met someone a couple weekends ago that claims he got with a celebrity. Yeah. But the story had so many details that I'm like, I think I believe you. Yeah, yeah. He, I think he's telling the truth. The Queen of Dragons. He got with Amelia Clark when he was traveling abroad. And he hasn't seen Game of Thrones. He still never watched it. And the only reason he knew it was her is because he was with his girlfriend. Mm-hmm. And they had a Christmas movie on in the background. And it was that Netflix movie with Amelia Clark. And he was like, I know her. He's like, he said he dropped his drink. <laughs> When he saw her on the screen. And the worst part is he's the one that stopped talking to her. He ghosted her. He ghosted her to be with his girlfriend. And like we haven't stopped thinking about this story. Oh, I've been like Googling facts about Amelia Clark. I'm becoming obsessed with her just because of his story. If he watches Game of Thrones, he'll never forgive himself for that decision. It's for the best. She's so iconic. He doesn't know the power of the mother of dragons. And he even said on their date, she had the three little dragon tattoos on her wrist. And he was like, oh, what's that about? And she said, dragons have been a big part of my life. And that's all she said. She never told him who she was, what she did for work. So insane. And when he went back to her place, it was in a penthouse because she was traveling to go and do like voiceover work for right. a new movie. For a cartoon. So he was like, oh, she like must come from money. She was super secretive and weird about her job. I believe it. Does that not sound like a believable story to you as a listener? I mean, it's everybody I've told that story to since is like he's lying. But like, I don't think he was. Jenna wrote in saying I was growled at by a bear that had me cornered in a house. I love that there's no more details than that. That's all you have to say. Just looking for a bowl of porridge in a bed. Travis says I accidentally shot myself in the butt cheek. I pressed the trigger thinking it was a cap gun. (laughs) It was not. Uh, This one from Stephanie definitely sounds fake. 
She wrote in saying, I danced on stage with Michael Jackson on his bad tour back in 1988 Mm -hmm. in Germany. I still have the ticket and the tour shirt and even the news article. I mean, I guess some wild stuff happens at concerts. You don't believe my story with Chris Cornell. Oh, no, never. Because it was something where I feel like more people that listen to our show were there as well, but mm. nobody ever confirms that it's true. In Bonnyville. Yeah. You think a lot of our listeners here in Edmonton went to the Chris Cornell no, show in Bonnyville? I'm saying a lot of people that were there in Bonnyville with you listen. still listen to you, and nobody has ever been like, that is a true story, Lisa. I have photo proof. So I was crowd surfing, and I got kicked out by security, and he Chris Cornell stopped mid-song and said, at least he's getting the party, or at least somebody's getting the party started. Let that guy back in. And I got to walk back in looking like an absolute legend. <laughs> That's a true story. Okay, okay, okay. Tasha says, I was, walk- <laughs> <clears throat> I was walking past a McDonald's downtown Victoria. I just got this weird chill, like something was wrong right where I was standing. I found out on the news that night when I got home that my ex-boyfriend punched another guy he died instantly, what? and it happened in front of the McDonald's no. the night before. Yeah, that's wild. When you get weird vibes walking past a crime, mm-hmm. a crime scene or something that where something terrible happened, it is strange. Like I got the heebie-jeebies with this garage that's in my neighborhood, and when I walked by it, and I later found out it was a murder scene, mm-hmm. like, a a very well-known murder mm-hmm. scene, the Twitchell. Mitchell murder. Uh, Tannis just wrote in saying my French teacher ran me over with her car. <laughs> uh, that would be weird if it wasn't in the parking lot of the school. It was just like randomly somewhere on the other side of the city. Creepy. No kidding. Oh my gosh. Carrie's text is wild. Tell me. I turned down a babysitting job when I was 14. The girl that ended up doing the babysitting that night was murdered. No. Oh my gosh. That's intense. That is that is wild. By request, an old call that we got once that somebody says they still aren't sure if they believe or not, but like it's true. This girl sounds so genuine in her storytelling, mm-hmm. but it is a wild ride. Enjoy. I was in Pincher Creek uh horseback riding. Need it is. <laughs> yeah. So I was riding my horse bareback and uh she's a really good horse, so she started acting super weird, and I was like, okay, what the heck is happening? Like, behave. And she was acting super crazy. And then all of a sudden, I felt like this insane, sharp pain in my legs, and she just took off running, and I was like, okay, what's happening right now? And I looked behind us, and there was a cougar latched onto the back of my freaking horse. What? Yes. Like, you so felt she- a pain in your leg? Yeah, so the cougar's claws were, like, dug into my leg on one side and the side of my horse on the other side. Okay, continue. <laughs> so she started running pretty much as fast as she could, and I just started hanging on for dear life because I was like, this is it. Like, this is how I go. Yeah, if you fell off, that's it. No, You're done. I stayed on. <laughs> Well, I know you stayed on because we're talking to you right now. Yeah, <laughs> that's crazy. So eventually it obviously let go. Well, she ran through these, like, really, really thick trees, and so I ended up getting, like, the shit beaten out of me, but the cougar ended up falling off. That is the coolest, craziest, scariest story ever. Yeah, so if you don't know what peeing yourself from fear feels like, I definitely (laughs) do.
<laughs> Amazing. Wow. Thank you so much for this call. We love it. <laughs> yeah, anytime. I feel like I can relate. I peed myself from drinking once. Yeah. So. <laughs> it's like this terrible feeling. Yeah. Very comparable. Worst. Very yeah. comparable. And there was a cougar there, too. <laughs> <laughs> How insane is that story, though? When people have near-death experiences and they're trying to tell you, it's so hard to for people to understand where you're coming from because they weren't there. Right. They weren't in that moment. Like, Linz wrote in saying, I was convinced to go skydiving, and I am not a big fan of it. Not the kind where you jump at the professional, the kind where you take a whole day course, and then you have to get qualified to jump alone. We get up in the air. It's my turn. You're supposed to step out onto the wing and then basically push off the plane and float to the ground. Well, I step out, but I'm too weak to hold on. So I shimmy over to a safe distance, but instead... The wind tried to whip my body away from the plane. My ankle got lodged into the side of the plane. So here I am. One foot is stuck inside the plane. I'm dangling upside down outside the side of the plane. They finally are able to free my foot and I start tumbling through the air. I'm so disoriented. My foot is killing me. But after plummeting to the ground for a while, I eventually get my parachute open and float back to earth. My friends told me, that after I was let go from the plane and I was going down, the skydive teacher in the plane told them her parachute might not open you guys because of the wind flipping and somersaulting. Needless to say, I'm never skydiving ever again. Yep, that about does it for my uh, my out. thoughts on that as well. I am out. <laughs> no, thank you. Heading out of town this weekend, going on a buddy's stag. Yeah, and- my friend. You totally stole so many of my friends. Why wasn't I invited? Because that's not really how it works usually. Oh, okay. The funny thing is, like, you think you know what's going to be happening at the stag. You're like, oh, you guys get to put so hard. Yeah. It's going to be nasty. Yeah, you guys are going to be annoying the, on social media. The truth of the matter is it's going to be like, have you seen the videos online where it's like what girls think guys are thinking about? Right. He's probably thinking about cheating on me. And then it's like, I wonder how many points McDavid's going to get this year <laughs> is what he's actually <laughs> thinking about in the moment. That's kind of what I... That is going to be happening at the stag. Like, you probably have some preconceived ideas. Well, because, so the guy that you're going to celebrate who's getting married in a month mm-hmm. is a friend of mine that I've known since grade nine. Yeah, yeah. He was so, your date for grade nine grad. Grade nine. So I know his friends group. You don't really know them. And I'm telling you, it's going to get wild. <laughs> okay, but why wild? Like, it's going to be Beersby. A like, hot tub. You know what? You're right. Because I haven't partied with those guys in like 15 years. They're exactly. Probably, they're they're probably, all dads They're now. all dads. They're all exhausted. <laughs> We're going to be going to bed at like 11 o'clock, <laughs> waking up and having really good breakfast and then talking about it all day. Complaining about your golf game. Yeah. Pretend like fake swinging in the kitchen. It's going to be a lot more low key than you think. You're just sticking around. Now, I'm your personal chef. Usually. What are you going to eat? If you don't have your chef. Uh, that's a good question. Going to be racking up that skip the dishes uh, yeah, credit really, card. Really going for it. I did buy a Delicio pizza yesterday. I'd probably devour that. Please don't use the oven. What do you mean? Well. Ryder's so worried I'm going to burn down his house your this I- weekend. Your idea of a baking timer is the smoke detector. That joke's getting old. <laughs> Play 107, it's Ryder and Lisa, and we are very excited. <laughs> 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 yes, we are. Uh, so excited, in fact, that the sentences aren't even forming correctly. We're very excited to announce that we're going to Vegas in October, and we want to take you with us. So 
we are flying with Swoop to Vegas in the Play 107 party plane. And you should probably come because we're going to be checking out Usher and MJ Live, the Michael Jackson tribute concert. We've got your flights with Swoop, hotel on the strip, spending money and tickets to both concerts. So what you need to do is be listening weekdays starting next week. For the sound of the Play 107 party plane between 8 and 9 a.m., if you're the seventh caller to 780-784-7107, you're going to be on the standby list Mm -hmm. to party with Ryder and I in Vegas. And then we're taking a couple people with us. It's going to be awesome. Yep. So the winner will be announced on September 19th. The travel dates are October 11th through to the 14th. So during the week, we get home on a Friday. And then you have the weekend. Unbelievable. And you get the tickets to Usher, the tickets to MJ. Uh, you get some spending money and the flights. Like, this is a very sick prize. Must be over 21 because we will be in Vegas and have a valid passport. So make sure you're checking to see that your passport isn't expired. Mm-hmm. Good point. Uh, I didn't get what the cue to call is going to sound like, the Play 107 party plane. So we're assuming it's going to sound a little something like this. Party, party, party. I kind of have a headache. Can you guys be quiet? So that's <laughs> something along those lines um, will start airing on Tuesday. So that's the Play 107 party plane. Be listening for that. And like we said, be caller seven. I have high expectations for you. Oh, it's going to be good. But I'm also hesitant with those expectations. We have partied in Vegas together before. Yeah, I go a little too hard during the day and then I'm tired. You went to bed before 8.30 p.m. all three nights that we went. And then I remember getting up at like 3 a.m. to go buy a Gatorade. And it is like still just bumping and in the casino. I was like, what got, time is it? Yeah, you've already gone hour nine of sleep. <laughs> Dolly Parton has done some amazing things over her career, including just donating her hundred millionth. Book, free book. Is that a hundred million? Is that right? No. Yeah. 100 million. Holy man. Yeah, free book to children. It's incredible. And she gave gave $1,000 a month to each and every family who lost their homes to a Tennessee fire until they could get back on their feet. Wow. And then she had a telethon that raised millions. Basically, what we're saying is she's very busy Mm -hmm. and very caring. And this just makes me love her even more. She has some dog products that are now available on it. Really? Yeah, she just launched a website. Cool. Uh, Big Puppies. Is that the name of the company? Ryder. What? That is not the name of the company. Oh, I thought I read that somewhere. No. Okay, let me guess what the name actually is here. Because you're right. It is a pun. Okay. Uh, K9 to 5. Like K9 to 5. No, but that is brilliant. I actually like that one more than what she went with. Dolly Potton. Mm-mm. Also really good. Doggy Parton. That's correct. Doggy Parton? It's (laughs) doggyparton.com. Really? (laughs) You got to be careful Googling that one at work. Oh. The Ryder and Lisa Replay. Brought to you by Action Furnace. Fixed right or it's free. Play 107.